Hello and welcome to Off The Shelf Reviews. I won't lie, this movie ticked me off. And I'm Gary, and today we're going to review and discuss Ticks, which released in 1993, from executive producer Brian Usner, written by Brent V. Friedman, and directed by Tony Randall. Ian, why don't you give us the synopsis for Ticks? Well, the story follows a group of teens, including a young Seth Green, heading out into the woods for what appears to be a city child getaway program. Once they get out there, they become attacked by a group of mutated ticks that want to suck out all their blood. Where the hell did you people come from? So the original idea for this film came about in the 70s yeah. by Doug Beswick. He was the special effects creator on this film. Right, right. Uh, but of course, the 20 years later, then with a, a, a redrafted script, right, right. we finally get Infested. Or that's what the film was actually released in theatres in America as, mm -hmm. uh, because the studio didn't think ticks would sell very well. But then after its theatrical run as Infested, it got released back on VHS as Ticks, ticks. again, yeah. and has somewhat a small cult following behind it. Now, this is a film that I saw around the same time as Arachnophobia. Right. And both films, I would say, equally gave me a fear of arachnids <laughs> in, in all capacities. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and this is a film that I've always remembered fondly. Um, but it does appear that not everybody is quite a fan of this as I am. No, like this, this film... This film has got that made-for-TV feel. Like, I like how you brought up Arachnophobia, and if you compared the two of these, like, Arachnophobia is your high-fucking-profit-making blockbuster summer movie, and Tix is that film that you found in the basket at Blockbusters for £1.50 and thought, hey, it's got Seth Green in it. <laughs> but not only that, this film had a budget of just, just a million dollars. This film had oh. really next to no budget. That's and okay. what they managed to achieve with such a low budget in this film truly amazed me. And still does to this day. But I don't want to jump into all of the special effects right yet. Right, because right. we've yeah. got to wait an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's just put that out there right now. One of the saving graces for this film is its special effects. And you've probably sat there watching this film review thinking, Jesus Christ, guys, why do you keep watching these low-budget, like, insect movies that s suck? And it's like... T ticks aren't insects. Well, I, well, okay. Well, what are they? What? Arachnids. Oh, oh, okay. Well, okay. Small, creepy, creepy crawly points. movies, <laughs> yes, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's because, like, for... If you watch, like, it kind of goes up and down. And... The plot for this movie is really weak. That's that's the main thing about it. It, it, it for me, it, it literally follows the Friday the Thirteenth formula of taking a bunch of kids to to a lakeside, you know. Yeah, cabin. yeah, yeah. I suppose, and and we've got we've got a young Seth Green playing Tyler Burns. Um, his dad has literally just dropped him off in the middle of the city and has gone. Look, Tyler. You're suffering all these anxiety problems because you're a teen. Um, and I think you need to go off with these guys and kind of find yourself. You'll find out later on that it's actually all the dad's fault. Yeah. He's an <laughs> alcoholic who left his son in the woods and got where he got lost for more than two days. Right. So he's developed this anxiety and fear of being alone. But the flashback would tell us that, like, Tyler was, what, 
eight when this happened. Sure. And and Seth Green's like, I don't know, thirty at this point. <laughs> you know, you think he would have gotten over it. But I've completely jumped past the huge opening of the movie that will tell us absolutely everything and will keep us all on track. And that's basically watching the camera go round a, a weed factory. Yeah. Um, and setting up the fact that one of the machines using used to like filter water towards the marijuana plants has got something in it and it's dripping onto what appears to be an egg, a tick egg. Like ticks, ticks lay eggs, and that's what arachnids do? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I, I don't know science, so. Oh. Well, it turns out that they're actually using steroids to enhance the weed. Not steroids again, Gary! Oh, no, it's the 90s, man, we got to say, steroids bad. Steroids bad. It turned, look what it's doing to all of these insects and wildlife and arachnids. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, we see it dripping onto this egg and, uh, you know, about 10 minutes later, we'll come back to this egg and see that it's grown. <laughs> it's such a bullshit opening because that's your opening. Yeah. And then it cuts to Seth Green and you establish the teens. Then it will cut back to these eggs and you're like, why did they do it like that? It's, it's foreshadowing, of course, where the film's going, where these kids are, <laughs> the kids are on the way to these eggs, yeah. you know. But well, we're also following Clint Howard. Uh, who's you know dr drinking his tea? He puts he puts the milk in the oh, tea bag. Oh, so bad, isn't it? That's the worst oh, thing no, probably about this movie is watching him make that fucking cup of tea. Oh yeah, but I mean, he's still just great though. Like he has screen yeah. presence, and just watching him bungling around and hearing things go wrong. Doesn't his dad play the sheriff? Yes. Like yeah. I, because I looked up when I was looking at the actors in the movie. I mean, we've also got Barry Lynch playing Sir. Yeah. Uh, that's it that's his name is sir his name is sir i recognize the actor though straight away from star trek borg <laughs> the interactive pc video game he was also in an episode of tng but i don't know which i've forgotten which one it was man at this stage i think everybody's been in an episode of tng almost yeah yeah, yeah yeah but the the teens all grouped together i mean we get coming off the streets of bel-air himself Walking down after his father has decided he needs to spend some community time with the locals, we have Alfonso Ribeiro playing Daryl or Panic. I mean, Carlton is in this movie. I think that should tell us everything where this film is going. See, they call me Panic because I never do. How about you? You're not gonna kill me. Maybe I won't. Or maybe I'll just have my dog rip your leg off. Colton the gangster. Colton the gangster. <laughs> and he bullies Seth Green. He's like, Yeah, he you does. need to shoot these baskets or I'm going to stick you with his knife. He <laughs> just bullies him right off the yeah. so. And Seth Green kind of stands up to him, not like not taking any shit, which is really confusing because I'm like, well, Are you a weedy character or can you hold, hold your, your own? own? Yeah. You know? And then, and then we have Charles and Holly turn up, uh, Peter Scolari and Rosalind Allen, who played like the teen group uh leaders and they've got all these other teens with them as well we've got uh charles's daughter uh, i think it's melissa and we've also got uh an, an asian actress there as well kelly who's a bit quiet it turns out that like she was raped that's her backstory at one point it's kind of shocking we've also got rome and dd Dee Dee. like dd is like a rich bomb, spoiled kid, spoiled <laughs> yeah. kid. and rome is her boyfriend and like the two of them are on a sex rampant Rampage across America. Like Gary said, it's like a misfit of teens you'd see in Friday the 13th, all thrown in a van. And you know where they're going. They're, they're heading out to the woods to kind of get killed. But 
the film's continuity is completely all off because we've had Clint Howard show us that he's found these these, these eggs, the, the, the steroids, doesn't he? And he gets injured. Yeah, he steps into his bear trap. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> he's setting a bear trap indoors. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming it's to protect the premises, the weed of farm, the yeah. weed farm, because there's this whole big thing in this countryside about like people finding weed. But he steps into his own his own trap because we see like ticks, ticks scurrying, around. scurrying around. Yeah, and he falls on the floor, and the the tick eggs fall from the ceiling onto his face. We then what? We then cut back to the teens as they are driving out to to the woods, and they they stop somewhere, don't they? But we start to notice eggs in kind the of trees, in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just everywhere. It's like how long have these things been kind of steroid mutating for? Yeah. Uh, a day. <laughs> Look, ticks are very active, okay? Right, okay, yeah. They are in this movie anyway. Yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a movie. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do think it's pretty cool, though, just seeing those eggs everywhere. I don't know what it was, the sound, like, when you see all those pods everywhere. Yeah. Like, immediately was getting Invasion of the Body Snatchers vibes. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if it was an audio cue in there somewhere. Yeah there's, or... yeah, there's something kind of weird, like, squeaking, kind of... It's like the tick itself is making yeah. a noise. To, to pre-warn you so that when you hear it, it's around. <laughs> so, yeah, what we do get now is, yeah, it is a bunch of character stuff where the characters are they're bond or trying to bond mm. you know the two adults are just like wow these kids aren't bonding at all and i blame him <laughs> yeah, like because well. he, he's there to try and help these kids deal with their 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 issues or their yeah, problems or yeah. their their mental blocks or anything of that in that of that <laughs> type and he's just like you know what screw the kids i'm just going to go and bang my girlfriend <laughs> he does and the kids are out there and they start a fire that could be like <laughs> they just pour propane on it it's such a shit like moment where it's just like, let's make a fire. Okay, I've got the fuel, and he just lobs the fuel on it, burns out, and panics there. He doesn't panic. He's told you he's not going to panic, so I reckon he's got control of everything. But it blows the bedroom window out, and Charles is like, oh, goddamn kids, I'm going to go out there and give up. It's a piece of my mind. I'm like, dude, seriously, you've taken all these troubled teens from the city out to the woods and left them alone so you yeah. can go off and fuck? And Melissa's just like, well, Melissa's just constantly just giving dad shit. The, like, we've said this before, and obviously if you've seen, like, Venom, and if you've seen Leeches as well, this one suffers from kind of the same problem. The director is not giving them enough direction. The actors are doing what they can with what they've got, but they haven't got a lot to go with. The focus is, oh, the ticks have to turn up. And they are literally not turning up. <laughs> because we cut well, back to Clint Howard... And he's eaten some, or they've climbed inside. Well, he's his... got ticks in his body. You see them climbing up his torso. Yeah. He grabs a revolver and he starts shooting at the ticks in his leg. I'm just like, I mean, I I can imagine how awfully painful these ticks climbing around inside your body must feel. Yeah. But to start shooting them, that's not gonna help. Well, this is the but thing. Still... Like, I I think, especially with a lot of the tick sequences, the tick sequences were were filmed. As especially with the special effects and the gore. But then once they were put into the film, they were like, this doesn't work. We've got to edit it around. So Clint Howard's death takes like 40 fucking minutes. Like every time you think he's dead, it cuts back to him and he's still fucking alive. Well, he's got ticks inside him. Yeah. He's shooting himself with a gun. We'll be back. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, he's still going. I mean, he can't kill him that easy. I mean, he dies easy in most other things. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, now, interestingly, the Clint Howard stuff wasn't in the original script. Not in... Uh, Infestation. In, in, well, no, in Doug Beswick's original 70s script. Oh, that, right, That was right. kind yeah, of added yeah. later. Yeah. And so all of his film, all of his scenes were filmed in, like, a day. Um, and so, because obviously he doesn't interact that much at all with any of the other... No, he doesn't. ...actors or characters in the film. But there is some other good like squeamishly disgusting skin crawly tick stuff building up to it. Okay, right. Like when they go into the it, 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 into their cabins and they open the, the, the wardrobe door yeah. and there's the big egg in there which he pokes with, oh, the, with the coat hanger. Yeah, like, like he just starts poking it and, and like, it all just slimes out. What is it? Oh, it looks like lunch. I'm like, burn the house down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's the scene where where, where, uh, where where Tyler and, and Holly are outside and, you know, she's leaning further and further back <laughs> against this tree. We're seeing this egg right there and we're just like, this is like, as an audience, I'm like, this is freaking disgusting. <laughs> Seth turns to her and goes, oh, there's something on your back. And I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, that's more than something. <laughs> something. It takes, he's poking it with the stick and she's getting more freaked out. And then the tick grabs the stick and runs off. <laughs> like wow <laughs> it wants to play like, catch <laughs> i think this is where i started to properly look at the special effects of the ticks and i'm like wow those are actually pretty good you know we're, we're obviously we're not talking cgi yeah yeah you know we're talking practical prosthetic tick effects that kind of move and scutter they did a really they did it they really did. effectively and, and it's really cheap how they did it it's basically the body, it's right. just a puppet, and yeah. all of the legs are made of springs. Oh. And the, and they're pulling it along on monofilament or, or fishing wire. So, so when it's being pulled along, the legs kind of spring bounce. I mean, so it, I just come, really off, I come off the back of leeches from 2003 and saw the special effects like fucking 10 years before and they were better. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> great. But it was just everything else. Like I said, you know, Tyler... Uh, Seth Green and, and Melissa get back to Charles and they start telling him about these horrible things in the woods and Charles is like, oh, ha, 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 no, don't don't worry City about it. City kids afraid of the wilderness. Yeah, and even <laughs> Seth Green breaks the fourth wall and goes, oh, well, you know, like typical p uh, adults not t listening to the kids. And I'm like, ha, ha, you're going to die. Um, and then Sir and and his his buddy Jerry, they turn up and they've already had a bit of an interaction with, with the, the kids. You know, Jerry's kind of come on to Melissa weirdly in the store here yeah. yeah and then Sarah's here to establish that yo you really shouldn't wander too much round um, because there's dangerous folk around basically he's one of the guys growing marijuana and he doesn't want anybody messing with his operation because he'll kill them um, and they've even interacted with the sheriff at one point but the sheriff kind of disappears and then we'll t turn up dead <laughs> beware the cash croppers cash croppers Dope growers. <laughs> what, uh, what kind of dope? <laughs> Mary Wana. And you, you get the sequence where, like, Daryl and Tyler, like, Daryl comes out and sees Tyler, and he's just like, hey, you know, what are you doing? And Tyler's just like, I'm just having a little moment. You know, whenever I get a bad feeling, I have like these kind of weird moments. So I'm just kind of chill out. And Daryl's just like, hey, you should be like me and my dog. Me and my dog are like super brave. And we keep cutting back to the dog and the dog's about to get killed by a tick. Right. Well, it's, it's seeing like things just shimmer or move. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the, the first grass. person POV as yeah. well. And we hear it barking and then uh, and then we hear it whimpering. Yeah. I'm just like, oh man, the film's going to kill a dog. <laughs> well, it can't kill anybody else. Well, it can. It can, it but didn't... it fucking won't. 
Seriously, like we just literally killed the dog. Like we haven't even killed Clint Howard yet. The dog's dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the dog. We see it convulsing and shaking, and yeah. uh, it breaks my heart when I see uh, Panic walking with Brutus in his arms. Yeah, back. And I was ah, like, oh, it's horrible. I, I, mean, know, I know. That just shows how good uh, you know uh, Alfonso was as an actor. Yeah, like, yeah, like, he really sold that. Typecasters can't say what you would, but at least with this film at the time where Fresh Prince was on, he's trying to branch out, and so this bit he's trying to be all, all emotional. But then it's kind of it's made worse because we we see him all upset with the dog. And then two seconds later, he's inside and he's grabbing Tyler and he's throwing him up against the wall and he's really aggressive and he's just like, oh, I was supposed to die on the streets of LA. Not my dog, man. Not my dog. And I'm like, oh, okay, now you're overacting, Alfonso. You know, and he decides, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to get my stuff and I'm going to leave. Yeah. And you're like, what? So Charles and Tyler take the dog to a, a local vet to get it checked out. I mean, they get that's when they see the sheriff and the sheriff's just like, look, take him to the vet. And... Holly decides, hey, I have no idea what any of the local areas are like, so I'm going to tell Melissa and Kelly to go fishing. And I'm going to tell uh, Dee Dee and Rome, Rome to go off as well. And so we we now see the kids kind of wandering off. We see, what, Kelly and uh, Melissa go fishing at this fishing hole, and they find the sheriff's body. Yeah. <laughs> And we follow Rome and his girlfriend going off to try to find a shagging spot. And they... they, they she stumble... ends up running off. Well, they stumble onto the barn, don't they? Yes. They stumble onto the barn, going inside, and the girl, Dee Dee, stumbles across Clint Howard's body. Who's still alive! He's in fasting! Oh, that's why he yes. says that. Oh, because yeah. of the tagline. <laughs> I, I get it now. And he, he goes to shoot himself because his face explodes and a tick bites her. Yeah. And he goes to shoot himself, but he dies. Finally. <laughs> and we've, we're cutting back to Charles and Tyler who are at the vets with a dog. And we've, we've they've driven past Panic, who's yeah. realised that Steve's hiding. Out, yeah. Well, hiding. Well, he's, he's in the rocks. <laughs> he's he's, he's realised that hiding out in the woods at night is going to give him pneumonia. Yeah. Um. So he, do, he still doesn't decide to go home. But they come across the tick. The vet is constantly pulling that tick out of the belly. It's it's great. She's got the needle. She's trying to pull a, a plasma sample <laughs> out. And every time she pulls the needle out, it gets sucked back sucked in again. Back in it's, such a, it's such a funny little moment. Hey. What's going on here? Uh, but yeah, eventually she does end up yanking out this giant, ugly, slimy tick. Yeah. But then it is, and for me, it is a funny moment again where it springs to life, lands on the floor and scutters off with a syringe still in its back, <laughs> just like the tick with the stick. <laughs> yeah. And so then, yeah, they're, they're, they're blocking the, the, the doors so it can't escape. And we see the skick, this tick scuttering along the sides. Yeah. Like you're looking one way and it scutters when you're not looking. 
Not uh, bad special effects, really. But uh, yeah, like the squish. I mean, it's this when the doctor steps on it and the back end of it explodes out of its ass. It's like, ah, oh, it's gross. It's super gross. But then in the next shot, when they're dissecting it, it's all the innards are back inside of it again. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, we get that glorious, disgusting inspection of its organs. She's like, no, this is a this is a common wood tick. Yeah. But it's big. It's big. And she actually comes across the uh, the thought process that when it bites you, it kind of fills you with LSD. Yeah. So you hallucinate um, while it's sucking the blood off. So of you, you wouldn't notice whatever. it normally. So you yeah. wouldn't notice it. Um, and you know, like I said, we've had Dee Dee who's gotten bitten, and she's starting to freak out. Hallucinate. So yeah. um, Rome has picked up her body, and he's trying to get her back to their house. Um, Melissa and Kelly have come across the sheriff's body and they've realised that obviously the sheriff's been killed by somebody because he's come across the marijuana or whatever and go, oh, I wonder who that is. <laughs> well, then Daryl comes across Sir. Yeah. And he's uh, basically... Well, no, he's been bitten by a tick, hasn't he? Yeah, he has been, he, yes. he, he he's hallucinating tick, as well. So he's, he's hallucinating that he's back in the fucking ghetto and yeah. he's getting attacked by Sir and fucking Jerry. Yeah. And uh, he ends up making a run for it, but he ends up getting shot in the back. <laughs> But at the same time, Sarah also misses and hits the propane tanks in the background, which starts a huge forest fire. <laughs> yeah, it sets the whole weed farm on fire. Yeah, I'm just watching all the steroids and weed burn. Oh my god, that was so sad. And uh, But it, I mean, it's an awesome miniature, watching uh, the the forest burn and all the ticks scuttering <laughs> yeah, around in is. front. That so that's really a cool. really great, great shot. <laughs> yeah. Because obviously, we've been told so many times by Seth Green as well that one of the major weaknesses for ticks is fire. Yeah. They pop. Oh, but also never pop a tick that's also currently embedded in anything. That's even more dangerous. Yeah. You've yeah. got to remove them safely first. But yeah, yeah, when when he burns that first one, you got that little spray of red mist over their faces. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ooh. But then, yeah, when these ticks pop, they pop. They pop. <laughs> so everybody's headed back to the, the main uh, cabin. And they're starting to fill Holly and Charles in with the information like, look, you know, the mutant ticks are out there. The sheriff is being killed. Dee Dee is being poisoned. They're held in by this giant fire. Um, Jerry and Sir turn up and they're being chased by these ticks. And so now it's kind of turned into a bit of a tiny, 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 tiny budget siege movie. Um, and then Carlton turns up doing the dance he does from the French Prince of Bel-Air. No, he doesn't. He's, he's dying. He's literally fucking dying. And he turns up and he lies on the floor and they've realised that he's been bit and he's been poisoned and he's got ticks all inside his body. And his final, with his final breath, he kind of reveals that he was shot by Sir and, and Jerry. And so they've got a shotgun. They've hidden the shotgun on the mountain. <laughs> yeah. And they decide that they're going to take everybody hostage to get the... And they need to get the car. So, yeah. Jerry, you're going to have to go and get out and get the car. I ain't going. I ain't going <laughs> out there. I ain't there. going out, sir. I ain't going. So after much flaffing around, the dad is also shot at this point oh, because yeah. everyone decides to be stupid, according yeah. to Sir anyway. Yeah. And so Jerry is eventually given the keys and sent out to the van. And, you know, he holds his own. He's he burning and popping ticks everywhere. Yeah. He gets into the car and for some reason don't wind the windows up. But <laughs> yeah. anyway, it doesn't matter. The tick's already in there. And one bites him right on the back, right of, the the back of the neck. That's and so right. as he's driving the van back... Uh, Sir is out front shooting the gun at him, but he doesn't see Sir. He sees the dead cop. He does, that's and right. so he ends up just riding the van right into the front of the cabin. The cabin explodes inwards, and then all of the ticks enter the cabin. Yeah, flood in. <laughs> Sir, 
And yeah, there's ticks everywhere. They're they're trying to brush the ticks into the fireplace. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's, it's a manic moment. There's ticks everywhere. They get that wooden broom, don't they? It's like a really old-fashioned wooden broom and just light the end. end. I'm like, the whole thing should have just gone... You know? But they, they, they hide out in another room. And while they're hiding out in another room... Uh, Sir is stuck in the front room after kind of being hit by the car and we watch and this this is what I mean by the special effects of this movie is far superior than the other fucking movie uh, movies we've seen is we watch Carlton's body Alfonso's body just kind of gyrating at first yeah and then yeah we see these protrusions coming out of his kneecaps yeah out of his hand joints before we watch his face tear in two as a giant steroid fueled tick climbs out of his body like it it was in him like it It was was growing inside him no it was still him but it was growing inside him like accelerated rate is this gonna happen to everybody no it was it was because when he had been bitten by ticks or had ticks in him already, right. he pulled out the bag, didn't he? And he took more steroids while he was dying. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> that's why he... It's a double-dosed steroid-fueled angry tick. What the He fuck? then goes and eats, sir. Yeah. Well, I say eats him. It kind of climbs on top of him. And kind of cuddles, snuggles his neck <laughs> yeah. for a moment. Yeah. Um, but then it tries to break through the door as well to get to all the teens uh, and the... And, uh, Charles and Holly who are inside the bedroom and they all start jumping out of the house to get down to the car uh, Tyler reverses the truck back and he even saves Rome doesn't he with the, yeah because Rome gets caught by, yeah, by, by the giant tick by the by with the burning broom he kind of forces him back it's a bit of a weird cut here where you know he's in there and he jams the thing in the tick's mouth mm. and then he jumps on top of the van yeah. to escape and then in the very next shot obviously he's in the he's driving the van and taking off and I was yeah. like well it all happened very quickly but it, it, it's understandable you yeah don't need to see it all but it just felt like an odd cut there I was very surprised with the house exploding. It's a great miniature. Yeah, yeah, yeah just the miniature like, effects. I, when the when the film started, I did not expect it to end with that kind <laughs> of exploding house effect. <laughs> but you know, it's oh. just like every other. Like, like it reminds me of Critters. Yeah, I don't know uh, any of these horror films that has a creature like this. It always ends the same way. Yeah, and we see the van. It's now left in 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 the in the. It's like a it's like a town city dump. Yeah, it's yeah. They've left the car in the dump. And uh, we we pan underneath the car and we watch this egg drop down. Yeah. It's like, oh. oh. Now, apparently, they probably did want to do sequels. Ticks in the City. I'm sure. I'm... <laughs> Ticks in the City. Oh, great. But, down. yeah, it's never happened. Ticks 2, Ticks in the City. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, Ian, do you have any favourite scenes from Ticks? Uh, I, I, I did. I, I had a couple. I mean, like, I love the, the, the effects of the Ticks when you actually got to see them on screen with them scuttling around. It looks corny. It looks silly. But that's what I was expecting when I was walking into a movie called Ticks. Um, the padding of all the story and the characters, it is what it is. But you just want to see the special effects. I really did like Alfonso's body mutation. Um, at the end, um, that was pretty damn good. Like, like I said, when his dog died, that was a bit sad. Good acting from them, but that's really about it. Nothing huge standing out. Oh, I don't know. I just have a bit of a soft spot, I think, for Brian Yuzner movies. Yeah, right, I yeah. just always have. Like, his 
brand, like even if he's not directing, but like when he's involved, there's usually going to be slimy, sticky, horrible creature <laughs> yeah, monsters, true, yeah. and uh, always brings a smile to my face. So yeah, I, uh, there's so many moments in the film that I really like, but because this is one of my childhood favorite horror movies, like the whole film is kind of a favorite scene. Even the bad stuff, I kind of enjoy with this one. Uh, but yeah, all the Clint Howard stuff, I really love that. Uh, the nest, the 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 POV into the hole. Um, the twitching legs in the pod, like reminds me of the facehugger from Alien. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the scene at the doctors with the vet watching the uh, the the needle get pulled needle in and out. out. Yeah. Uh, looking at the tick anatomy, uh, watching the tick run with a needle in its back. Uh, the giant tick, and of course, yeah, uh, Daryl's transformation or death. Yeah. And and of course, Clint Howard's I'm infested. I'm infested. <laughs> great, great. Ian, do you recommend Ticks? No, I do not. But I'm not going to dwell on it too much because obviously, you know, I don't, don't want to upset. Feelings. I don't want to upset too many people. Uh, like we we've done quite a few of these creepy, crawly, silly movies, and they're not they're not great, but they're they are fun. And and like I, it's it's strange because this is kind of what I was saying about Venom when we were talking about Venom about how bad Venom is. Like somebody somewhere would really really enjoy it, and it's the same with Ticks. It's bad, but somebody somewhere really enjoys it. This has got some cool special effects in it, uh, but it's too late in the movie. It's got some alright acting from some C D list celebrities who would later become B's and A's, but they're they're, they're not there. Um, the script writing's bad. Uh, the locations are pretty bad. I just want to say the, the the script. Obviously, we had Doug Beswick do the original. Yeah, script. yeah, yeah. The script writer is the guy that would go on to write Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Ah, ah yes. Just, like, just to let you know. He just threw continuity out the window. He didn't, he didn't <laughs> care about it. Uh, it's if you see it and it's on and you've got nothing to do, then then watch it. But yeah, don't rush yourself. <laughs> well, I'm definitely <laughs> recommending Ticks. What an awesome creature feature this is. And it's aging really well, in my opinion. I've always championed this monster movie from effects to characters. This is really memorable. And I think it's incredible what they achieved on such a small budget. Uh, Doug Beswick and the KMB effects did a phenomenal job creating the hungry, blood-sucking Ticks. And by making our skin crawl as they leap and scurry around. The miniature effects, the puppets, the stop motion and giant tick effects are disgustingly impressive and all practical. It was fantastic. <laughs> the music is suitably creepy and effective. The actors were fine in their roles, with Seth Green being the obvious standout, along with Alfonso Ribeiro. The cinematography it was nothing too special, but there are some great shots of the ticks in all the gory details. I highly recommend ticks, I do. It's often overlooked and forgotten, or even disregarded, and I think it should have a cult status, or at least be seen by horror fans that maybe dismissed it on its title. Give this a watch. Something Hungry is about to hatch. Would you say it ticks all the boxes? Yes! <laughs> Thanks for watching Off The Shelf Reviews.